The Commands of the Apostles Number 93 Build on a Foundation of Jesus Christ Theological interpretations, doctrinal precepts, and individual spiritualizations abound to explain what it means to build on a foundation of Jesus Christ. Most will read the above words through a doctrinal lens. The foundation, as they view it, is comprised of a series of ideas, truths, and doctrines which, taken together, comprise foundationally correct belief in Jesus. Believe certain precepts, the Trinity, for example, or that the Bible is the Word of God, that Jesus is the Son of God who died for our sins, that he rose from the dead and I have accepted him into my heart, add your own specifics to the list, and your foundation is solidly laid. Every Christian emphasizes a unique set of beliefs, experiences, and church practices that he or she views as essential. They are as varied as the multitude of denominations in Christendom. Yet the question must be asked whether the foundation of true spirituality is comprised of a paradigm of precepts, creeds, prayers, experiences, or church traditions at all. Is this what Jesus meant by, Believe in God, believe also in me? John 14.1 To find the answer, we need look no further than the foundation Jesus himself built into the lives of his disciples. What foundation did he lay in their lives? Surely we want that same foundation in ours. How did he establish them on a firm footing? What did he say that would grow their roots deep? What truths did he leave them to carry on after he was gone? The answer to these questions is found in the upper room. It was there that Jesus set out with perfect clarity the life foundation he expected his disciples to build on. Remarkably, however, we find nothing there about doctrine, theology, or correct belief. He made no mention of salvation prayers or baptism or the Trinity. He spoke not a word about forgiveness or that he was dying for anyone's sins. It will no doubt surprise many readers to learn that the words forgive and forgiveness do not appear once in the Gospel of John. In the entire Upper Room Discourse of five full chapters, John 13-17, through 17, the word sin only appears in two brief passages about the sin of the world. Jesus did not leave his disciples with a theological treatise that spelled out what they were to believe about his work, the cross, salvation, the trinity, or about sin and forgiveness. He told them simply to love him to love one another, and to abide in him. This was the belief he urged upon them, exampled, fulfilled, and lived in one way, in only one way, obedience. Jesus left his disciples with a single resounding message, Do what I have commanded. John 14, verses 15 and 21 Chapter 15, verses 10 and 17. The foundation Jesus laid is found in his commands. He said it over and over. 
Abide in me by keeping my commandments. Do what I command you. Love one another. There is no other foundation than this, the commands. All the so-called correct belief in the universe will produce not an atom of spiritual maturity without practical daily obedience to the commands as a foundation underlying that belief. Let each man take care how he builds, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 3, verses 10 and 11. And his gifts were for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians 2, 12. For I want you to have all the riches of assured understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, of Christ, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Colossians 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. As therefore you receive Christ the Lord, so live in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. We must pay the closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Hebrews 2, 1. Like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2.5 Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 3.18 From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.